Hi everybody, this is Luke and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. Welcome to my new podcast coming very soon called There Can Be Only 80s. Please follow me on Instagram at There Can Be Only 80s. This is part of Bigger Trouble Podcasts. Check out patreon.com forward slash bigger trouble, which covers all the podcasts that I do. This is an episode from Forgotten Popcorn. Just to get you in the mood to go take you back to 1980. Not the 80s, just back to the year 1980. So, hope you enjoy. And there will be new episodes of There Can Be Only 80s, which will cover everything to do, everything and anything to do with 1980. Not just movies, not just TV, but toys. And also just sort of what it was like being born in that era, listen to the music. So anything, anything to do with 1980s will be covered. But I just want to get started, and I thought you would enjoy this episode of Forgotten Popcorn, Back to the 80s. Thanks for listening. So welcome to Forgotten Popcorn. I'm Luke. I started at Forgotten Popcorn on Instagram to post about movies that I thought had been forgotten about or overlooked or just try to remember those films that I used to remember seeing when I was walking around a video shop. You would see certain titles and certain trailers from films and to really try to remind people about these movies. I've tried to talk about these movies before, but I couldn't really find an interesting way of doing it. But I'm thinking more about looking into movies that have an interesting story behind them. So for this season of Forgotten Popcorn, I'm going to be talking about movies from 1980. Not the 1980s, just from the year 1980. And maybe find a title you might have forgotten about, or depending on your age, never heard of, or an interesting story behind that movie that you didn't know. So looking back through the movies that came out in 1980, it's been very interesting. I would never have put all these movies together in the same year and so many classic movies that are so timeless but we still remember today 42 year old years later and I wonder and I wonder what movies would come out this year that we will be remembering in 42 years time not many not as many as we remember from the 80s and it could try and take you back to that year if I mean around that time I was only two years old so a lot of these movies I remember obviously later on when they came out on video and I always remember where how old I was where I saw certain films because we moved houses when I was 10 years old so if I saw it in this in a certain house I knew I was un, at least under 10 so that's how I know I saw my favorite movie of all time Big Trouble in Little China um, before I was 10 years old also because I remember having the uh, plastic gun Jack Burnham's gun in that house so um so from this year a big movie for from 1980 i definitely would have seen the blues brothers and um i believe sort of movies like flash gordon as well but take but looking back at these a year of films that came out in the year in all in one year 1980 i mean this was the year of like the shining sort of the top three movies maybe on different people's lists depends which which list you're looking at and what you take in it's sort of the shining empire strikes back and raging bull 
now all fantastic movies star wars were very big for me going down the list obviously the elephant man was a big big movie and great great acting find it interesting it was the year of like the fog john carpenter's the fog it's always a sort of tried to do a bit of a connection with big trouble in little china because of my other podcast it's all in the reflexes and in this year kurt russell obviously had it's kind of a cult classic now but i don't think it did very well at all back then but that is used cars it was always on television just one of these films that just would always come around and I remember seeing parts of this film and watched it again not that long ago and just thought it was still so funny but you had kurt russell had used cars but he had his partner goldie horn i had private benjamin which was a you know big big movie back then very funny and still those couple still together as a couple but i never knew that friday the 13th came out in this year now i was going to say about the movies that you remember when you walked around the video shop it would have been alligator that was definitely one of those movies that you saw and if you're looking back today about there's a new series on paramount plus just come out and it's um american gigolo in 1980 the film American Gigolo came out with Richard Gere. If you remember when DVDs came out, the DVD players came out, or anyway in the UK, I mean, I had a video player. So when I was buying, going or going to try and buy a DVD player, you didn't have a lot of films ready to play on them. You didn't have, so what they used to do, in how you'd be able to buy a DVD player with about 30, sometimes 50 movies on there. And they were like all in box sets. So all these films were in these sort of cheaper films, but still quite good actors that you would remember, and all in these sort of four films in one box. Let's just say it's a way of starting your collection for a DVD player. And one of those movies that I've was in that a lot was the the Final Countdown with Kirk Douglas, a really interesting film, and it's always on television now. But it's just about the uh, sort of a modern day aircraft that is thrown back to. 1941 near Hawaii it's just hours before the Japanese attack Pearl Harbor and it's all that whole do they all change history do they do a, do they attack and change the course of history because they've got all these modern weapons so that's one of those movies that always always see those sort of sets and always is around to this day a film I never would have guessed that come out in 1980s Shogun Assassin a great movie so for the comedies that came out in 1980 was Airplane, that was the biggest one. Blues Brothers, Caddyshack. Also you had the um also you had the classic Flash Gordon movie. I wouldn't say that a comedy and maybe people I find this movie hard to watch now, but I do have a lot of nostalgia for this movie. Watch remember watching back in the day. You also have Stir Stir Crazy. So on an episode coming up or I will try to do this in the future, there's a film called uh Brewbaker, which is stars Robert Redford. And I'm going to do this one because there is a connection to Big Trump in Little China. Because this was actually, the screenplay was written by W.D. Richter, the writer of Big Trump in Little China. And just one of those great classic films. So the biggest sort of award-winning one was Ordinary People. So it's quite a busy year for, <laughs> for Robert Webford directing that movie and starring in this other one. You also had other films like um, uh, Smoking the Bandit 2. I found it interesting to see what movies won awards 
for the movies that came out in 1980. So the awards they got the next year in 1981 kind of gives you an idea of what movies were big or what movies were people were talking about. So if we go up to the best original song. So in 1980, that was the year of fame, that movie fame, and the, the, the song fame won the Golden Globe Award and also the Oscar, the Academy Award for the song fame. The best original score, though, on the Golden Globes went to, went to the movie The Stuntman. And if you had told me this, I wouldn't have believed it, but you also had the Academy Awards. That went to fame for Michael Gore. But for the BAFTA, John Williams won for The Empire Strikes Back. So if I was doing a pub quiz, I would have got that wrong. I would have said that John Williams would have won an Oscar for Empire Strikes Back for that song. But um, I would have been wrong. The original score was winner for the Academy Awards was fame. So for the best screenplay original was for Golden Globes was for um, the ninth configuration by William Peter Blatty um, the BAFTA was being there and the movie that won the Academy Award best adapted was Ordinary People and best original screenplay was Melvin and Howard so then we go up to the best supporting actress and the Golden Globe went to um, Melvin and Howard film and that was Mary Steenburgen there is no category for the BAFTAs that year and she also won the Academy Award. Now, go up to Best Supporting Actor. This is Timothy Hutton for Ordinary People. And he also won the Academy Award. For the Best Actress, this was the year of Ordinary People, definitely. The but that sort of uh, got all the awards. It was Mary Taylor Moore. That was for a drama as a Golden Globe. But um, Sissy Spacek won for the coal miner's daughter and BAFTA went to Judy Davis for my brilliant career but the Academy Award went to um, Sissy Spacek for coal miner's daughter that I talked about on the last episode because I'd never heard of it but she actually won the the Oscar for best actor it was Robert De Niro this was Raging Bull came out and that was for drama but for musical or comedy it was um, Ray Sharkey for the idol maker but John Hurt won the BAFTA for The Elephant Man and um, Robert De Niro won the Academy Award and he won the Golden, won the Golden Globe so for Best Director was Robert Redford for Ordinary People uh, he directed that movie and he won the Golden Globe and the Oscar and that also won Best Film Best Drama Film for Golden Globes that was Ordinary People Coal Miner's Daughter won the Golden Globe for Best Film under Musical Comedy. But the BAFTA went to The Elephant Man. And the, the Academy Award went to Ordinary People. So that was just a recap of the year 1980. On the next episode, I will get back to focusing more on a, a certain film from that year. So thank you for listening.